0: Christ, the only exclusive title that I can even remember is the Forza games and um, Crackdown 3, which completely sucked. I'll put it to you this way. If it's not, I'll lose all faith in gaming, but it's one of those... <laughs> like And welcome back to another episode of the Retro Rent's Retro Gaming Podcast. It is our 60th episode. We can almost collect AARP. And I am Al. I'm Nick. Oh, man. Good times. Uh, Yeah, I got pushed back another week because my monitor died. And then, as if it wasn't going good enough for me, then on Monday... I'm in the middle of, you know, getting my work week rolling, getting my stuff done, and my cat knocked over my coffee onto my work laptop. Oh, no! That is on its way to Apple. Actually, I think it just arrived today, according to my text messages, to be repaired. And I would say that I finally got the majority of my workflow restored yesterday.
1: (laughs) Jeez. What a freaking week. I mean, that's probably, like, the one setback of, like, anything during you know uh grand we're, we're, it feels like we're coming to the tail end i say the tail end of the pandemic but probably more the tail end of like closure at least yeah. obviously the pandemic is still going on so it's like you know continue to say safety measures people don't yeah don't, 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 don't be idiots. me idiot Hopefully, wear your mask
0: social distancing it's not there's over a big yet. rally tomorrow you know and hey go ahead go ahead less less stupid in the world hmm it's, just, it's a, it it boggles my mind boggles my mind uh yeah yeah it's like i could understand if we knew you know all about this thing and we had a, a vaccine for it but it's like no no go ahead we don't even know if it has like long-term effects of rotting your head off but go have fun <laughs> yeah. who do you uh, uh you gotta love it though but yeah what, what you been up to man Uh, i don't know i I mean uh, not
1: much in terms of gaming i've been i obviously and i think we're really going to get into a lot of it we got got a ton of stuff to go through but it's basically you know if if things have been quote unquote normal (laughs) we would be watching e3 all this week but instead of a physical e3 we've been getting basically a digital e3 so i've been kind of like catching up on all the new uh, videos, it, it's kind of like you know uh, a little bit piecemeal, it's a little, a little awkward too. Because you know, again, with the E3 format, uh, you basically had one right after the next, you'd have like you know, this yeah. is your Microsoft day, and then a whole bunch of stuff would follow. And this is your Sony, you know, you at least you know, last year there was no Sony day, but uh, you, you get the point, but yeah, yeah, but that now, now, yeah, too. oh, yeah, yeah, but now, uh, you know, it's kind of scattered, it's been scattered throughout this entire week, I think. It, quasi kicked out like again there there was no organized e3 thing like, yeah there, there
0: was no official um,
1: event. yeah there's no official event uh but all the e, uh, individual um uh well i don't think even microsoft or well sony kind of had their ps5 no, thing
0: microsoft did a thing they did a thing too but that was like, last that was
1: last month did. though wasn't it was it i don't know i, I, I don't i don't feel like it was, it was around like within the past like two weeks though uh, let me just see here. Because I know the, they have, they have the announcement for like their the new Xbox, but I felt uh, like, no, that's what it that is. is. Instead like of one back. big event,
0: yeah, no, instead of one big event, they're doing monthly events. They're kind of doing the same thing Sony and Nintendo are now.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's it, it's it's a totally different format. So it's it, you know it's, it, more or less it, it's not happening all at you know at one time more or less. They're, you know they're, they're spacing it out. Yeah. I think PlayStation is looking to do the same thing
0: um they kind of have been though they've been doing yeah. their what is it sony state of play they've been doing that oh for the
1: yeah you're right yeah yeah i always feel like they're so small that it's not like it's like oh okay
0: yeah yeah i mean generally it's not anything too huge it's usually like oh yep this game's still coming it's yeah. coming You're yeah. Ready.
1: Yeah, exactly It's like stuff's on the way it's, it's not and it doesn't feel like a big tentpole event that you know definitely e3 nah. you know kind of initiated i think and, you know, this also begs the question, because this was even on the table before COVID kind of shut things down. Like, there was a lot of question of, like, is E3 still a thing going forward? Because, um, obviously, Sony, so Sony had pulled out, you know, Nintendo had pulled out a couple of years back, I think, and they started mm-hmm. doing their own direct thing. Um, and really, last year, it was just Microsoft and then, you know, all, all the other, you know, so like EA, Ubisoft, uh, it all other yeah, things,
0: game companies basically last.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Microsoft and the publishers essentially, yeah. So, it, it, you know, it was still fun, but it was definitely it was it was you know for those of us that have watched E three for a long time, it, it definitely mi- I miss you know, what E three used to be, and the question is, are we even going to get back to something like that? You know. Post COVID, you know, what what are we going to see next year? Like, you know, assuming we don't have some another pandemic and zombies breaking out.
0: <laughs> yeah, no shit. I mean, I'd love to see it go back to to something like that because I used to love just the the good natured ribbing between like the community leaders for each system. Like, yes, Major Nelson get out there and then Phil Spencer get out there, and then you got. Christ, I forget the Sony flagship person now. I'm just getting so old. But you'd know, have them get out yeah, there. It's like, oh, yeah, that was really cool. That was really cool. It was it Jack Trenton, I, think. I think it's Jack that, Trenton. Yeah, that it's like, um, that was really cool. Check this out. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. And and well, and the other thing, I, I, I really loved this way back in the day, was the live demos, because, you know, obviously you don't yeah. want to see things fail, but I felt like there was more heart to the game when there was some kind of failure on stage and they had to deal with it. And, oh, and it was
0: fun like they oh yeah I, it's like you love to see how they dealt with it Yeah, exactly and, and you know it's like oh that's not supposed to happen but yeah check that out <laughs>
1: yeah and when when and i think nintendo was one of the first to kind of you know basically do this and when they went to the nintendo direct it was like you know all, all of a sudden it's very crisp clean it, it was still had a lot of fun to it like don't yeah. get me wrong but it was like you, you lost that stage present you lost that complete awkwardness and that, that was just fun to watch, and you know whether it was a train wreck or sometimes it was just really cool, and you got the you know the audience reaction. I was you know it can be really awesome. Are you
0: gonna like Keanu Reeves, man? Like
1: exactly, yeah, like yeah. If anything, the, yeah, the last like you know I don't know if it's gonna be the last good thing, but it's like yeah, something like where Keanu Reeves comes out, and you're like, oh my god, Keanu Reeves is tied to this project. They're like, oh my god. <laughs>
0: And it's like it's one of those like it made news, it was good news for games for like a couple of weeks and like people were talking about it. Like that's what I miss. Do so I think they're gonna go back to something like that? I do. Uh I initially I was, I was sitting there before, yeah, probably not, but now I'm like, I wonder if something like COVID kind of pushes this the need for this, like the the social psychological need for this back in the spotlight of like people like watching this kind of thing. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I've heard some news that really shook me uh, to the very core of my soul and my being, and that's that all-you-can-eat buffets might be a thing of the past.
1: Oh, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, with the, the handles Have and all that. you heard about that? I haven't heard of that, but it almost doesn't surprise
0: me. A lot of places are talking about not doing it anymore with, until, like, this is under control. Because of the potential for, you know, germs, contamination. And Nick will tell you, I get my fucking money's worth. <laughs> that money. Well, like, five plates stacked up. <laughs> Christ, that Chinese buffet in Dorneyville where it's got the the hibachi and you can get like, mm. it's like all the raw stuff. So it's like, I'll just get a couple pieces of steak and then five giant ladlefuls of shrimp. <laughs> and all the her. shrimp. Yeah, but I just put the egg on top and I'm like, yo, fry this shit up with some spicy garlic sauce, my man. <laughs> and I'll eat four pounds of shrimp just sitting at the buffet. <laughs> but, yeah, I guess that's that might be a thing of the past. It's sad to say, but I could see that happening.
1: Like but, I, I could see potential alternatives, but at the same time, like you you have to have people, you know, police. So you could have the, the situation of like, you know, like the cafeteria where someone serves you, you know, your food. Right, and, and you know you know something like that, or well cleverly enough, you know uh, uh two weeks back, uh uh my nephew celebrated his first birthday,
0: and oh we we got God. together with the family, awesome,
1: which is great to see um. Well, we did a we did a quasi socially distant picnic. You know, we you know right. we, we didn't do much hugging, but we you know we actually we, we were within you know less than six feet, and we weren't wearing masks. But you know, it's just you know immediate family. We kind of you know knew talking to each other that it's like okay, we we're we're all quarantining. Yeah, you know. we're
0: all quarantined. Yeah. We're not. We kind of did the same thing with my in laws last week too. Yeah,
1: and but uh, but the clever thing was, um, the way uh, my mom had set it up. It was you know it was it was a quote unquote buffet style, but what we had was our own. We each had our own like dipping spoon or fork or whatever for getting the food out
0: so of the Dude, your mom ditch. was like the master of that stuff, like just
1: and, and, the- Yeah. It, it was the most clever thing there. And you know, the thing is we would hold or onto it or we'd have a, like a specific like uh utensil cup that we'd then put it into. And it's like, that's your utensils. Right. Use that next time you want to come back for more. It's like. That's genius, that, man. Now, on a restaurant scale, I'm sure that won't work. But you know, it's like, you know, something, <laughs> it's time to get creative
0: restaurants. Uh, they're gonna have to. Um they're gonna have to, I think. But um but yeah, like so you, did you play any more uh, North Guard or Snowrunner this week?
1: Uh yeah, I dabbled a little more in, in uh uh, uh snow runner. I haven't jumped into North Guard uh, again yet. I haven't, really, haven't had that much time, but yeah, a little more snow know. You know, a little snow trucking, getting you know, just it's it's like I, I pop on for a little bit, do like a quick little mission. Pop off. Yep. It's it's so fun.
0: Yeah, I know it's it's good stuff. Um I guess in my, my realm, uh, I have um, missed a lot of the stuff this week because of, again, basically like I had it on my phone so I could watch stuff on my phone and I did. Mm. But like I didn't have a computer or a monitor. Like I had my beautiful desktop rig, but no monitor. And like it, the monitor that died was this beautiful curve monitor that I had. Mm-hmm. Like just up and died. And like, and so I went back. I was like, I still got my old one that I had, like, you know, I bought like three years ago, but I couldn't find the power cable. I'm like, what the <laughs> so I had to So I had to order another monitor. Like, I was just like, I'm not playing this game. And I didn't want to order anything expensive. So I definitely downsized. But you know what? It's part of me. is like, I kind of like this better just because my office is really small and having a almost 40-inch monitor is not conducive to my space. Um, <laughs> yeah, not big. It was, it was a fucking big monitor, but yeah, and that just up and died. So I was like, maybe it's because you know they build them shitty when they build them big. I don't know, but uh, it's the first monitor I ever had die on me within three months. Wow, of buying it. Yeah, I um, so I'm trying to get, and this is where it gets a, a pain in the dick. Like I have a year's worth of manufacturer warranty, but Christ, you know how that always goes. They're gonna find some way to say, nope, that's not our fault. Yeah, and and it's like. Okay, to ship this fucking thing out, like I'm gonna have to find a giant ass box. It's gonna weigh half a ton. I mean, not a ton, but it's it's gonna be a heavy. It'll it'll weigh a bit, yeah. And I'm gonna pay for that. Like I'm gonna pay to get it there. And I just, I don't know. Part of me is just like, and they'll just give you a new monitor in return. Is is what they'll do? uh, Like not with monitors, but I've heard it with like
1: so many other products where it's like you know there's some warranty you know return service whatever, and you know. They'll have something on it that they'll be able to recognize you know. Uh, I think the most common one is the um uh switch controllers, the the Joy Cons. We were talking about like, yeah, I got a completely like different color set back and it's like they just sent me new stuff. They didn't even replace my old ones.
0: Yeah. I mean I'd I'd be fine if they, they did that, to be honest. So yeah, I gotta do that. I gotta send it back. Um so I'll do that. I had to get my, my work laptop obviously taken care of first. Uh and that was pretty quick and quick and easy, but uh, once I did get uh, my shit back together, go- well, I would say while that was out of commission, I wasn't really playing on my PC much, so I just dove like face first back into Persona Five Royal on the PS Four, <clears throat> and um, I- I've gushed about this game in multiple forums. It's it's my favorite RPG. Like at this point in time, I'm. I'm- I'm, like, 70 hours into it, maybe. Wow, that's good. Yeah, And, it, like, it doesn't feel that way. Like, it is such a, a great, massive game, but the story is awesome. The game loop itself with, like, fi- finding and fusing different personas to create new ones, it's kind of got that Pokemon element, but it's like Pokemon for grownups. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's a fantastic game, and that's what I was going to mention to you, Nick, is you can actually get uh, Persona 4 Gold, or the Golden Edition. I think it was 30 bucks on Steam, and this is the oh. first time that series has been on PC. Um, obviously, because I'm obsessed with the fifth one, and it's the only one i played, I snagged the fourth one earlier in the week, started playing that. looks great. It's all remastered, and I guess it was a Vita game. But it looks fantastic. And um, I haven't gotten too far, but it looks like a similar... You know, similar game loop in the social aspect, just like in the fifth one. And uh, the fourth one is even intriguing me more, where it's like, it's kind of like a Twin Peaks murder mystery town kind mm. of thing. Yeah, it's, it's got that vibe to it. So I'm kind of like, oh, I can't wait to play this, but I got to finish the fifth one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, I, if you have a uh, PlayStation, I, I cannot recommend uh, Persona 5 Royal enough. It is such a great game. Um you, you know
1: you're funny up. you say that, but it's like I, I still haven't jumped on the PS Bang Wagon, but um, I think after after this week I may have to jump back. Not not that I was avoiding it, but it was it was more a case of like there wasn't enough on there on the really PlayStation? Play. Yeah, exclusively on the PlayStation. Like obviously the PlayStation has a ton of games, but it's like most of them I could actually play on PC. So it's like I'd be really only picking up for maybe a handful. The
0: PlayStation uh, stuff. no I mean there's masterpieces on there that you're never gonna play on PC uh oh the yeah, New yeah. God, of, oh, like, yeah. New God of war is fantastic spider-man is just a master 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 class oh I yeah I'm,
1: not, I'm not saying like yeah it's like I want to you know it's like those would be I'm on my list but Xbox? I I just need enough like, of them you know it's like because right. I'm not I don't want to really pick it up for maybe like five or something it's like I want to you know a nice set of like these are games I can only play in on PlayStation
0: I could easily give you a list of ten. Where you're gonna have trouble is the Xbox. That's the one mm. where almost everything that's come out for it is on PC, yeah. PC Game Pass, like Xbox. Is really, convenient. It is. Uh, but I, I would say, Christ, the only exclusive title that I can even remember is the Forza Games and um, Crackdown Three, which completely sucked. And like they played <laughs> that for years. They oh. really did. They really did. It was horrible. I hated it. I played it for maybe, I don't know, five hours. It looked like a last-gen game. It was just garbage, utter garbage. But yeah, uh, other than that, so I've been playing a lot of Persona 5 Royale. And then Wednesday, you know, I'm just sitting on my couch, uh, mourning my lost PC time, and uh, I got an alert on my phone that Black Eagle Apps was streaming. I was like, oh, all right. So I hopped on. I was watching Nick's stream, hanging out for a little while. And I was watching him play World of, uh, World of Warships, and um, I mean, this looks kind of fun. Like, I remember playing it when it first released, and I was just like, eh, "Yeah, it's all right." Like it, it, I don't know. Like it's, it just didn't grab me at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, but now it's obvious. I mean, it's over a year later since I messed with it, and uh, they've added tons of stuff, and. Holy shit, is this game fun? Uh, <laughs> isn't it though? I think since Wednesday, I'm ranked 10 now. I started over, started a new account. Okay. Uh, um I just unlocked uh not I I upgrades, I remember, but I think I unlocked the next thing after upgrade. Oh, campaigns. I just unlocked campaigns. Mm-hmm. Um But the game is fantastic because you know i i love online gaming and i love multiplayer gaming but the problem is i just don't have the time for a lot of it anymore like i can't sure. i can't really sit you know for two hours and play a game like something inevitably blows up in this house or you know <laughs> a baby will cry and it's just like i need something i can jump into play for you know 15 minutes and make some progress and i think that is where this game just really really shines because like I, I've been doing really good. I've I've won like I'm probably like ten battles won to two battles lost maybe. Nice. Uh, yeah I, I just got a natural feel for it. I'm really having fun. Uh one of the ships I guess I got uh starting the game or whatever, but it unlocked the Pierce for me, which was a tier two destroyer. Mm-hmm. And it was like a, a premium tier two destroyer. Mm-hmm. And I got like torpedoes and an engine booster, and like, man, I'll fuck you up with my torpedoes. <laughs> You're good uh, at those? It, yeah, I, uh, dude, I took down in the last because I'm doing the co ops. Like, you can do like random battles against other players. Or you can do co ops with players against bots. And I've been doing up to this point strictly co ops. And um, it was me, like, five players on my team and a bot, or maybe mm-hmm. like me, and four players and a bot. And, um, so I just gunned it. Like, I'm in the destroyer, I gun it. I boost my engines, and I'm like, alright, I'm getting the spotted ribbons, because I'm spotting the ships first. And spotted their cruiser, and I just turned and just let out this broadside of torpedoes and sank him. Then another one comes down, My I turn it around, torpedoes reload, sank him. And the, the only guy i a plan, he's like, dude, you're awesome. I'm like, no, I'm just lucky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, it is it is a really fun game. Um, I posted a link in the save point uh, for anyone interested. If you do want to check it out, it's a free-to-play game, and I would say out of many of the free-to-plays out there, I would say they're really fair with giving you a ton of stuff and not forcing you to buy shit. Um, is that accurate, oh, yeah
1: oh uh, yeah uh yeah i'd say so um you know you can you can literally play the entire game fairly uh, i say fairly free in that you know um th- there's a lot of events like so if you are present during the events there's a lot of opportunities to get stuff that you wouldn't normally pay for so like things like port slots um which allow you to have more ships at your at the ready so like so right now you have basically i think one for each nation uh, as default and you know, you if anyone's watched my stream, you can see like I have a huge port full of ships. <laughs> I've got a boat problem. <laughs>
0: yeah, dude, you you uh I saw that Wednesday. I was like, Man, you got your own fucking navy, dude. You have a boat, problem. you have a goddamn navy. It's
1: like I, I like I like many tools. in My tool chest, so I just like what 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 do I need to do this? I open my tool chest.
0: Mm, okay, <laughs> That's funny. I just unlocked battleships. I'm a little nervous oh, to try. Oh, nice! Them. Oh, they're they're so fun when, when, once you get them down. Yeah, yeah, but, I'll definitely definitely give them a shot.
1: Oh yeah, and and and, and like you said, like it, you know you know going in how much time it's going to take. You know, because at most the match is 15 minutes at most. Uh, if yeah, if it goes that long, and sometimes it'll be shorter. And, yeah, it's very perfect for, like, yeah, if you don't have a lot of time, but you know you have at least, you know, that 15, 20-minute time of, like, okay, I'll have at least enough time for that. You can jump in, do that, and then jump out. And, it's in yeah. uh, you know, obviously, if you're able to do longer, then you can kind of more commit to that grind. Obviously, there's a ton of it. Like I said, there's a ton of events that you give away a lot of free stuff uh, if you really have the time for that. Uh, but at the same time, it's like if you don't, then it's like, you know, you can chill and continue to do it, you know, totally free to play.
0: Yeah, at your own pace.
1: Yeah, and you know, it, it's—I'd say it's pretty respectful of that. Um, and and more or less, there's no—I don't think there's any pay to win uh, from my perspective. There are a few boats no. that, are, that are surely very powerful, <laughs> but they're not invincible. Uh, and it's, it's not, and yeah, you know, even with World of Tanks, it's never—you uh, know—I've never perceived it as a pay to win. Not not like War Thunder. Uh, War Thunder, yeah. oh, that that definitely went down the pay to win route. Really weird. In a weird way, and like that, that made me drop it pretty fast. But yeah, war, war both warships and World of Tanks actually do a pretty good job of like if, if you if you learn how to play and and whatnot, <coughs> you actually can stay in the free to play side. You can still get some premiums along the way for free, Uh but the most part, you'll be in you know the tech tree ships, and they many of them do outstandingly in you know even in the competitive environment or just the casual environment.
0: Yeah. Um I I liked uh, my first couple days with it so much. I dropped like thirty bucks for a ninety day uh, premium. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Um, but I would say you know ten bucks a month. That's not bad. I mean, for the amount of fun I've had with it already, I was like, well, you know, I'll I'll drop thirty for three months, and and if I'm still playing it at the end of three months, then I'll keep it going. Um. But they're being assholes. Um. Because they're teasing me, <laughs> uh, they know I like Warhammer, I'm sure they do Warhammer uh, oh yeah, cool.
1: it, it just kicked off,
0: and uh that i don't i I want that ship. don't get me wrong, <laughs> I want that one of these ships you can either get the chaos themed one or the emperor themed one, um, but it's like fifty bucks. I was like, uh, I don't know like. I want it. I want it so bad because I'm a Warhammer nut job. But yeah, I don't. I don't know if I want it that bad. You get a bunch <laughs> of stuff. You get a bunch of stuff with it. It's not just the ship. You get a ton of crap. Yeah, um, yeah. And
1: th- that is pretty typical of of uh, the Warhammer stuff, where like there, it'll be packages like that. And it, you know, I think the cheapest you can get is like forty four dollars, and that'll be the bare bones ship. Uh, but for the most part, you'll see a lot of like package sales, where it's like the ship plus credits plus doubloons plus you know a whole bunch of other stuff
0: yeah I mean yeah we'll see if it's how long do these events usually last um
1: I'd say a month I don't know if they let me see if I can find out on this each one is always different but usually like an event will go a month or so um ship debuts so like usually when a premium ship debuts it might be up for about two weeks uh bundles are available okay so until July 3rd so yeah just two
0: weeks and then you can't ever get it again. Uh, more or less, like
1: it, sometimes they'll have a, a a thing happen around like uh, Black Friday or you know around uh-huh. Christmas or something where they'll do a holiday sale. And as long as the because obviously this is a collaboration, so they've gotten you know and they've done it uh, with some animes before and things like that. But if the license expires, uh, then you know obviously you'll you'll have the ship forever. It's like you know part of the license right. deals like the ship stays in game, but. You won't ever be able to get it via any other means afterwards. Now, I, I imagine with Warhammer, though, I would feel like this isn't this is going to be a long lasting thing. I don't, oh, I don't yeah. think this is the end of it. Out,
0: like, they, they are pimping that license out. I love <laughs> yeah. it. It's everywhere. And there's a ton of games that are being made in this universe now. And uh, yeah, a good portion of them are mediocre, but there are some real gems in there. I mean, we've talked about Martyr before. That's a fantastic. ARPG, it's very, very good. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, if you want to scratch that Diablo itch, man, you've got to go pick up like like the gold pack where it's Martyr and the Prophecy expansion. Right. You have so much fun with that game. I think you'll really like it. Mm. You know, if, if you like the Diablo style game loop. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, I mean that's all I've pretty much been playing is that and warships and uh uh and persona and having a lot of fun with that um but yeah all right we got to move on to the meat and potatoes because holy shit was this a packed week Uh, (laughs) yes it was uh, i'll just start with the uh my release highlight uh i guess it was today um yeah last of us two uh released to universal critical praise um with some like caveats that it's really rough content like story-wise it's it's uh Emotionally draining is a common phrase I've seen uh, by the end of it, and I know that's what uh, Naughty Dog was going for, and I, I commend them for for making a game that is making that kind of universal. Like fuck, man! Like that was a hard game to get through. Like you don't hear about that uh, a lot, you know, in a good way. Like it, it was. You know, it's not like oh, they just threw so much gore and and stupid stuff for you know whatever. But no, it, it was. It sounds like it yeah, was done yeah. in good taste,
1: right? it's like good good right. storytelling.
0: But of course it's getting review bombed on metacritic for who the fuck knows why. Uh you know, the basically just the douche squad is at it again. Uh I don't know if they're still sore over the ending that you know, they didn't like getting leaked. Like what the fuck is wrong with people? Grow the fuck up. Um but yeah, so whatever. Um but it's doing well critically and I think people are playing it and enjoying it. Uh, based on my coworkers, anyway, they seem to be really, really liking it. So, uh, but yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna hand this over to Nick because unfortunately I only got to see a little bit of the huge PS5 reveals this week, but um, I, I saw some. Uh, but yeah, kick it off, man! Holy crap!
1: <laughs> yeah, th- th- I, I think this is one of the first, uh, like any me- media session, P- PlayStation, Sony, or Microsoft, or, where consistently almost game after game was like wow this this really interests me yes oh wow yeah. oh wow um and you know we're talking about like you know um <clears throat> uh, it, uh there wasn't enough necessarily to get me to jump on board like the fact that i think most of these are jumping uh, are coming out n- uh, at or near launch uh later yeah. this year it's like holy crap now i think a lot of this is also going to be backwards compatible with the four probably but this is a commanding list to kick off the PS Five. It's like this maybe you know because I don't think I've picked up uh, a launch maybe since the 360.
0: I think I would was, say you got your 360. I remember that.
1: Yeah, I think 360, and then the Wii. I think I got were the only two consoles I really got at launch. Anything else was kind of like you know years later or just never got it all. So, but yeah, with, with PS5, like it, it's really knocking it out of the park. Um, I'll probably go like the Blu-ray side because you know, it's like, you know, I, I'm an old fogey. I got Blu-ray player stuff that I can use. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I,
0: gotta, I gotta get my, 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 digi- my physical media. Yeah,
1: exactly. It's like, I'm an old fogey. It's like, I don't, it's like, now I download a lot of stuff, but I still have some things like, you know, I want to be able to like, not that I don't have a player, but it's like my setup right now isn't really Built for it, whereas like if I have that, then it's like okay, perfect. It'll be all in one. It'll be perfect. It'll be great.
0: Um, yeah, to me, it's it's like I I, I like having that all in one system, so I can oh yeah play play a game, and it's like oh I'm gonna I got the Lord of the Rings on Blu-ray in there from last time. Yes. I'll keep watching that.
1: Yes yeah um, so. but yeah so to kick off so this this is more or less my list it's not every single game they debuted uh it's like you stuck one in there but that's fine uh, <laughs> it's it's still a good game and, and like you know, if i don't mention one it's not necessarily that it's a bad game it's just one that it wouldn't interest me but it's you know it's certainly certainly uh some other ones that were around but yeah a huge list so uh the first one caught my eye was project Look, i think
0: cute. i think it's project athena
1: oh it a theme oh, i miss an n i misspelled it all right
0: yeah it looks dope
1: yeah i think it was a space uh space one if i'm not mistaken uh but I, basically my little my subnotes were like very cinematic and but uh, i have i have no idea about the plot like and and this is kind yeah, of like a, a theme for sony stuff like they always have these very cinematic games to them um but go ahead
0: oh yeah Remember, remember that Killzone preview back in the day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, very much so. Oh, it looks looks, looks good though. Uh, you're sneaking in Ratchet and Clank. Absolutely, yeah. like a fantastic looks,
0: series. Oh, we're getting a new Ratchet and Clank. I know Travis and Kyle are losing their minds over this, and rightfully so. I mean, that is that is a classic, classic series, and I'm so happy to see that coming back.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, again, we're going to go rapid shotgun style because we got a lot to get through. But uh, next oh, yeah. one up that I thought was super intriguing was called Stray. And this looks it, so cool. And it, I thought it was the most clever idea. Uh, it, I want to say there may have been some other game that, that, you know, similar premise, you know, of like inhabiting an animal. But basically, it, it's a cyberpunk cat simulator. Um, yeah, it's so awesome. I, I feel like this is the year of cyberpunk because yeah, uh, and we'll get to some things later. But like, uh, and even the stuff in here is like a lot of cyberpunk esque games, or you know, at least the 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 location setting, if you will, is cyberpunk. Um, so I, I don't know, yeah. Is it, did Cyberpunk twenty seven seven like set this whole thing off somehow magically? Who knows? Yeah. Um, but it looked fantastic. You Like apparently, you played this stray cat uh with like a cyber you know jacket or something and you're just like kind of going through the cyber city you know you think like uh blade runner when I say cyber city I mean like uh, blade runner-esque you know you're just kinda yeah, like locked, doing your thing rainbow lights yes and, uh, yeah 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 and and future Tokyo yeah yeah not too much of the gameplay like if any my only complaint with probably the PS uh, PlayStation one was like there wasn't a lot of depth to the gameplay. It was just like little little vignettes if you will. Of like uh, this is what the game's about. You kind of got a concept of it, but you didn't see a lot of gameplay or what does it really involve or anything like that.
0: Right? Yeah. No. Totally.
1: Um, next one, Returnal. Uh, this is uh, it. It looked like a live die repeat. <laughs> it's like <laughs> yeah. Tom Cruise is, yeah, is coming for it. Um, but basically, uh, it, it, you're you're playing this. I think like female astronaut or something, and you're you're kind of stuck in this weird time loop thing where it's like you know you you get a little farther each time you kind of learn things and then you know uh, it's kind of set up almost roguelike um <laughs> and you know like when you die the the loop repeats itself and you kind of come back and you know it's like you got to try and get farther faster uh again like if you've seen edge you know well it goes under two names because i think it was originally called edge of tomorrow and then it changed its name to live die repeat i think but yeah, right. basically the Tom Cruise movie. You know, it's basically if you're looking for that in kind of a game format, except it, you know, not. I don't think it didn't seem like there's a lot of combat, but it was kind of like this investigation yeah, space sci-fi. Yeah. yeah, more adventure game. Yeah, it looks super cool. Like I, you know, I, I kind of love these little time loops things, especially after playing. Um, oh, uh, the Outer, Wilds. Outer Wilds. Yes, thank you. Yeah, dude. With, like hands yeah. down. Like, if, it, and we've mentioned it here before. If you have not played that game. Please oh go on and do it. it. It is, it is such a a tight and adorable game. It, it, like, it has heart to it and, and it's it's perfect. <laughs> like it just getting you're like, that
0: shuttle off the ground the first time. Oh yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. It, it, like, it's, it's just so fun. And and you know, it, it plays with this time loop thing a little bit uh on that. I think in a different fashion, but um but yeah, uh so the next one, uh, Ghostwire. And we saw this at the last year's E3. Um it's yeah. kind of a kind Of a uh, I want to say Kojima esque, but even though Kojima isn't you know attached to the project or anything, um, but again, very cyberpunk and, and scary spoopiness to it, you know, so it's a kind of a cyberpunk horror. So, again, we're getting all these cyberpunk esque games. Like, don't, don't, yeah, you know, don't get me wrong, it's awesome, but it's, but I, you know, it's, it's like it's like the you know, the movie industry when we get like two asteroid movies in the same year, <laughs> <air. laughs> it's like this is the year of cyberpunk, apparently.
0: I, I love it. You know, uh, it's it's been my favorite genre for years. I, I love NeuroMancer. I love mm-hmm. Shadowrun. Like, I to me, it's it's such an untapped genre. And as soon as CDPR jumped on that wagon, I was like. We're gonna get more cyberpunk
1: games. <laughs> it's, like, game. it's like, oh, and yeah, it's the same thing. Like, you know, there, like, there like, you know, the space craze just a few years ago with like Elite and Star Citizen, and now it's like we're going sure. to cyberpunk, and it's like, man, going all over the place. Um,
0: oh yeah, Elite revealed you're gonna be able to walk off your ship soon.
1: Oh yeah, 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 uh, yeah. We'll we'll get to that, uh, but yeah, like uh, Elite revealed that, so that'll be fantastic. Um, that
0: would be one less thing Star Citizen can't well <laughs> won't have over it. <laughs> yeah,
1: right. <laughs> exactly. It's like oh look out, um, jet the far shore. Uh, so this is kind of an interstellar sure vibe awesome. uh, look to it. Uh, very stylized, kind of cel shaded. I think look. I think if I remember correctly, a uh, very chillax looking game. Um, I like those.
0: But but, but definitely no i said i like those
1: yeah and, and again it had this kind of interstellar feel to it again kind of a space adventure cool. almost um again i want to know more they didn't reveal, reveal a whole lot uh demon souls so wow. i i think this is oh, a skip
0: down like two dude say what you skipped down like two things oh did i uh,
1: oh, sorry. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Like sorry. Mother effin' Hitman three. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like
0: a season three or a whole new game? Uh, tot- tot- like yeah,
1: to- totally new game. Totally new game. Oh, interesting. um Again, they didn't reveal too much, but but I mean, it, it's a Hitman game. So if you enjoy Hitman one and two, you're gonna enjoy Hitman three. So it's like sign me up. Yeah, you know, I'll give you uh, continue yeah. to be the world's worst assassin. <laughs>
0: yeah, dude. I suck at it, but I love it every time. It takes me forever to figure it out, but I will beat each mission, um, but probably not till I retire. <laughs> right. But it's great. It's a great game. <laughs> um, little devil
1: inside, so uh an intriguing, stylized adventure would like to know more. Um, I forget yeah. I can't remember this one. It, like I wrote it down, obviously. It intrigued me enough. Um, right. And I can't remember what this was about.
0: I could tell you all about the next one, but yeah, Demon Souls—that's a big dragon. Yeah, dude. So the fact that they're remaking this is awesome because the servers for the original are off, and anybody that's you know heard me talk about the Souls games, I'm not usually a fan because they're just so fucking hard, and it's like, you get good, go fuck yourself, all right. If you say that, I say go fuck yourself. <laughs> but, um, Demon Souls is the game that started that all, and I remember buying that on PS3 when it came out because it looked cool, and it was hard. It was really hard, but it had all of the things that make today's Souls games what they are. Like you could invade other players' games as like the Shadow. Um, It had the timing, challenging, very challenging combat, but it was like the first one. And that one always held kind of a special place to me because that was one I remember I wasn't great at that one either, but I really, really enjoyed it. And it's what got that whole series off the ground. Um, So I'm excited to see that they're remaking this and it looks fantastic, at least from what they showed. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think any fan of the Soul series has been asking for this for a very long time now. I think the original Demon Souls came out pre two thousand and ten. That sounds so. about right. Yeah, it's it's classic. I'm excited, and I will probably pick that up.
1: And moving on to the next one, uh, uh, again another time loop, death loop.
0: Yeah. Is what it's called?
1: I got a very Bioshock vibe out of the the art style a little bit. Uh, apparently, you're playing Assassins, caught in time loops. Very cool looking. Basically, yeah. people are sent to kill you, but you can kill them back type of thing and see how far you get. <laughs> but again, it looks super cool. Uh, I, I want to kind of know a little more, but uh, I think this is from Bethesda on this one.
0: Uh, all right. Well, I probably
1: won't
0: plan that. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll
1: see on this one. But yeah, oh. but again, it looked look pretty cool. Uh, we saw Resident Evil 8 I'm being teased. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy realistic. I mean, right. Resident Evil 7 looked pretty realistic. But man, the, the graphics on this, holy crap.
0: Did that look like gameplay video? I don't know. Some of it
1: did, some of it didn't. So it was hard to tell. Okay. Like, I feel like it, you're going to kill
0: a on us again.
1: Yeah, it, it very could be doing that. Uh, it definitely there there were because it there were points where it felt like it was shifting between what was actual gameplay and it still looked good and kind of maybe yeah. like cutscene esque. So it's like, did okay. it get a little bit of a boost? or yeah, is it real
0: right. thing? For me then, like I I, I was like, man, it, I'm like, it looks fucking amazing, but like, oh yeah, mm, I I but I mean, regardless, it's Resident Evil. I'll buy it. <laughs> <laughs> For the scariness.
1: Anyway, yeah, yeah, again. Yeah. Looks awesome. Uh yeah, it, this is definitely a case of like, yeah, are we talking on like kill zone? Because yeah, I do remember like was it was I think it was kill zone two. Killzone, the, the cut zone looks Fucking fantastic. Man, but then yeah. you switch to the game and it's like it wasn't bad, but you could definitely tell there was a drop in <laughs> in, in fidelity. I, I
0: remember my initial reaction. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I was mad. That one
1: made me mad. <laughs> yeah, there's a little, little, little <laughs> uh, bait and switch on that one, maybe. But uh, like today, like again, with with the the power of the graphics card these days, like they're they're getting closer and closer to making looks. You know, oh, getting dude. some fantastic looking games.
0: Fucking Red Dead, uh, Red yes. Dead Two on PC is yeah. one of the best looking games of all time.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, the next one, Pragmata. Uh, again, another. I would I would label it another Kojima esque. Uh, Game, perhaps Uh, Hmm. again, not Kojima, but it kind of has that weird, like, what is going on? This is bizarro. Uh, I want to know more. Um, But it's kind of like some weird sci fi, you know, spaceman thing going on with super crafting kit on board. I don't know. It, It looked cool but i'd want to know more they didn't really you know it's just a lot you know a ton of questions out of the out of the trailer
0: really yeah i mean i'm i'm intrigued uh, i do love that this kojima esque thing is becoming a thing it's like it's one of the things i don't think people appreciate enough about kojima like he made mm-hmm. death stranding death stranding is an awesome game it's not for everybody but it's an awesome game and it's incredibly weird like it's you're fucking carrying mail like, you're delivering packages. You're future FedEx. Yeah. Um, excuse me. And, like, you're dodging, uh, you know, crazy, you know, outlands freaks or whatever. But I feel like when he does something like that, he kind of shoves open the door a little bit more for these, these developers, like the ones that are doing Pragmata. And it's like, oh, well, we can do this because it may not be the, the most normal thing, but he already opened that door, so now we can do this weird thing. It just—I don't know. I, I think he's done that a lot in this industry, and it's cool to see that coming about.
1: Agreed, agreed. Oh, uh, and and then awesome. the last one—you uh, know, maybe best for last—Horizon Zero Dawn, Forbidden West. So, uh, you know, it, it's essentially, the sequel uh, looks fantastic. Again, more of that same great art style to it. Oh, and nope, still here. Sorry, um, and. Uh, uh, it looks like there's going to be like more underwater segments. Now, I ha- I, again, I you know I don't have a PlayStation, so I haven't been able to play the first one really. I don't know if there's been like underwater segment, but they you know again,
0: fantastic looking stuff. I'll tell you what, I could send you a list of six games that. Uh, do we know if the PS5 is doing backwards compatibility with PS4? Um,
1: I want to say yes, but I can't recall a specific. It's, it's, gotta be it you, it's gotta be somewhere.
0: I'll tell you this much: if it is, I would say that's all you need to to jump on that wagon. I could send you the list of incredible PS4 exclusives plus these. I just started playing Horizon Zero Dawn. I mentioned it um, in an earlier episode. Jeremy from Bad Fodder Figures actually sent me um, sent me his, I guess, because uh, he had heard I hadn't played it yet. And I finally just sat down and started playing that this week. Then the night my computer died, (laughs) Um, that is a wild, wild game. Um, You know, and not to not really spoilers at this point, but it's basically like a future where like the society we have now was like further in the future and it collapses. And we've gone back to like more tribal, uh, tribal ways, tribal habits Mm-hmm. and like the first tutorial mission is your father is taking you out to hunt and um it's like you're hunting for meat and then oh yeah you're also going to go hunt machines for components and there's these like sentient machines that just wander the wilderness and um it, it, it's just such a neat concept the game is fun like and then i saw forbidden west and i was like oh my god <laughs> give me this <laughs> give me, give me. Yeah, I'm excited for that. I'm really excited for that.
1: Yeah, uh, and and that brings me to the end of my list. I don't know if you had any more from uh from what you saw from the PlayStation thing.
0: No, um you pretty much covered the the main ones I wanted to talk about because I didn't get to see the whole thing. Um I'll talk more about EA play when we get there. Cause oh, sweet oh, Jesus. Christ. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, like if anything, like, I know there was a lot more, There's like a, a sack boy. I know made a reappearance and several other, like more kid style games, uh, out of the PlayStation. Yeah. Look again, look great. Not my cup of tea, but you know, anyway, I won't stop that from yeah. anyone else, you know, checking those out. Um, but yeah, um, next uh, PC show. Uh, we I think we kind of quasi watched this uh, last Saturday. Um, yeah. Again, a ton of cool looking stuff. A lot of I noticed a lot of like retro and yes. um, kind of um, I don't want to say remaster because they, they had the um, oh that one in sixty four game. Uh, I, I guess uh, I guess port you could say is maybe, maybe the best way to describe it. Like you know a lot of like, remat Well, there were remasters and then a lot of ports as well. So, in yeah. terms of, like, games being released on Steam that were originally, like, N64 games, things like that. Um, oh, yeah, like, that,
0: that was uh, when they announced uh, Persona 4 as well. That was yes. a game.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so, it, it's interesting to see that it's like, oh, yeah, all these old console games are kind of coming a little bit full circle and onto the PC wow, so, so cool. they can be preserved in some Fashion. it's not the original necessary or i say the original in terms of like you know it's not a cartridge or or something like that but but it's
0: it's like it still lives
1: out there somehow
0: yeah yeah oh yeah dude it was there was a lot of great stuff uh icarus i thought looked amazing um i don't know again like it's from the the daisy peeps and i we've talked about this before like i'm not real into like the To me, it's like, if you're going to do an MMO, do an MMO. I don't like the Age of Conan. Like it's on a, not Age of Conan, uh, Conan Exiles. Yeah, yeah. You're on a server. Survival. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. It looks very, very cool. I just wonder how they're going to, how they're going to implement it. Is it going to be a a single player game? I would almost rather it be a single player game. You know what I mean?
1: It it definitely looks like it's multiplayer. Uh, My, you know, again, anything space, it's like, ooh, it it immediately gets my interest. I love that but my my biggest issue especially when it comes to survival games because i i i feel like i've played a, a good amount of them but they all tend to have mm-hmm. like the same base core play like arc
0: yeah, you know totally loop. fun
1: but yeah it's like it's like okay get you know build wood stuff build metal stuff build you know or you know you know all the very you know, you know sometimes there's three or four levels of building stuff you build base mm-hmm. it, it, which is awesomely fun don't get me wrong but yeah. th- they, it all ends up being the same thing, so it's like yeah, Ark, Conan, so um, uh, uh, like what they showed with with uh, Icarus here, like it, like they start off building like a wooden shack, even though you're an astronaut. I'm like,
0: uh, <sighs> that's that's where I started tapping out. I'm like, I would love to see a survival game, especially a space themed one. Like, let's just start like scrounging the space station and building futuristic shit.
1: Yeah, like like I, like I think like you know um was it Astroneer? Um, it's not really survival per se in, in the truest sense, but it's kind of a similar thing where you you go in and out collecting resources and you know super stylized and just super chill and fun. That that was you know it's like okay, give me give me something like that in kind of like the more realistic you know game settings. Like yeah, you're not building wooden shacks a, as an astronaut, you're you're building like yeah. metal structures. Now there is um, let me see I am finding it quick. Uh, I think it was, uh, is it Last Oasis or not? No, no that's no, uh, that, that's, yeah, that's that's, that's, a, that's another survival here, thing, that's, that's something else. Um, uh, it just came out, but um, oh dang it. Uh, and I have it in my Steam library, I don't know if I'll be able to find it fast enough
0: here. Oh, is that was that uh, uh, not Ivacron, the space one you were telling yeah, me? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, 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 um, hey,
0: yeah,
1: I, I have I, that one. I, I th- oh, Oasis or oh, Osiris, sorry, Osiris New Dawn, that's what it is um oh, so no. I played <laughs> oh it's not okay so Osiris New Dawn is I, I would like like the, the, I think the biggest problem with Osiris New Dawn is like it, it's a very very slow like you thought Star Citizen is slow like Osiris New Dawn it's like like <laughs> molasses in comparison oh, in, in the way they deploy stuff um I'd say, I think there's even been some questions like are they even still doing stuff um oh, wow uh but like for what's there already like it, it's a fun little game it is multiplayer but you play it on your own you know your own version so people you know if they're joining right. they are joining your session it. on your computer ain't that yeah um oh. so you know it's a, it's a little rough around the edges and it's, you know it's still early access as well um sure. but it, but it starts off like you know you're landing in an escape pod and then you you know you you, you gather materials but you're building sure. like sci-fi looking stuff so it's like a hab And then you can build defenses, you know, because at night the bugs come out and, you know, it's like, you know, go Starship Trooper style. It's, you know, it's fun for what it is, but it's like the more I looked into it, it's like, oh, man, you know, because I think I got on a steam sale.
0: Yeah, yeah. but it's
1: like it's early access, but it's like, yeah, and suddenly like there's almost no progress being made on it. It's like, oh, that's unfortunate because you can get into space eventually uh, and whatnot. And if anything, the closest thing actually in terms of a nice, you know, whole space experience like that would be Empyrean uh play that a little That's
0: bit what I was trying yeah. to think of.
1: yeah Empyrean now Empyrean is, is really fun because um you kind of it's it's quasi space engineers where you can build your own ships or you can download templates uh or, or um uh kind of pre-built stuff from the community some fantastic looking stuff and it has like vehicles it has you know uh uh, I say aircraft, so like designed for atmosphere, and then there's actual like spaceships designed to like warp and things like that. And you can build bases and you you have all this, this whole building component, and there's a little bit of survival. It's not, it's not super heavy on it. Graphics you are a little on the low side. <laughs> like you're like, Osiris looks great, but it's like lacking that gameplay, whereas Imperius yeah, almost flip, where, you know, it doesn't really have the graphics, but it has the depth of gameplay. So it's like no, nothing's really kind of hit both at the same time.
0: Yeah. No, I'd love to see it, though. I would love to see it. But, but yeah, um, obviously the big, the big one for both was Everspace 2. Give oh, me yeah, that Yeah, day. yeah.
1: <laughs> like we saw this at uh, PAX, and it looked great at, at their little demo station at PAX. Um, yeah, I played Everspace 1, like, and this is like you know several jumps above it, and it's like, ooh, ooh, it looks so good. Uh, I love um, the so progress they're making.
0: Yeah, it looks great. Uh, Troy, uh, I can join you on this one. That looked awesome. Uh, it looks like they're going to do these uh, with Troy. They'll be kind of setting the pace for the Saga series right. Uh, the Britannia one uh, wasn't bad after about eight months of patches and, and content. Uh, it sucked when it first released, but no, it's like, okay. So it looks like they're taking all the criticism uh, from that one. And for those who don't know, uh, it's, it's a Total War saga, Troy. The saga games for Total War, uh, it started with Britannia. They're meant to be a little bit scaled back on the campaign side. Uh, not so much of that campaign management, more of the battles. Um, where I, I don't know where I stand on that, because to me, like, the battles are amazing, but I kind of have the most fun in the campaigns and the intrigue and the trade and the politics. But um, this looks really good. I, I'm with you. I'm I I and I, I would say that nobody listening has any excuse not to play it unless you don't have a computer. Uh, because I think we mentioned this on last the last episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The day it releases on the Epic Store, it's releasing for free just for that day. Like if you log in that day, you can grab it and it's yours to keep forever. Yep. yep, i I think I'm more interested to see how this marketing ploy works out because it's one of those like I almost feel like there's a hidden genius here because the <laughs> people that are going to jump on it, the people that are going to jump on it, to be honest with you, are people like me and you that are following this oh, yeah. that would that would have bought it anyway, and then it's going to be. You know, we grabbed it that day. We do our podcast episode. We're like, yeah, if you miss this, you got to go fucking buy it. It's yeah, great. you got to
1: go buy. It. Yeah, it, it could definitely. I that's that's could very well be the play here, where it's like, yeah, the diehards, the ones who are paying attention, like, yeah, we're gonna get it day one, absolutely, assuming you know the server doesn't like you know, crap all over yeah, itself. It's fucking great. Yeah, and it's gonna be like you know, obviously that means there has to be I don't know. if Yeah, I almost feel like a multiplayer component, or maybe just the single player will be that. Oh yeah, you know, that, that good multiplayer yeah um, it will be both. that good but yeah exactly that where it's like oh everyone else is playing it, they're loving it oh, I was like oh i gotta
0: buy it now oh no yeah i i really think that's what they're going for i mean i, I can't see any other angle to it and i feel like it's genius because no one's really done this and i'm i'm so excited to see how that plays out mm-hmm but, yeah, obviously, I'll be jumping on it. It looks fantastic. The cinematic they showed with, like, the Trojan horse. i was like, oh, ho, ho, ho. oh yeah. look, look great. It's like, yeah. Roll that thing up. Oh. Yeah. Maybe if we built this large wooden badger. <laughs> Um, Yeah. No, it looks fantastic. I can't wait. But now we come to the gem of this episode. So uh, anybody that's uh, a remotely older gamer like ourselves, Uh, We have a certain highlight, especially if you're Star Wars fans. Mm -hmm. Uh, We say a little prayer every night before we go to bed. Uh, And that's all of us. Uh, Even though we don't. If you don't believe in anything, it's wherever's listening out there. Gaming gods. Could we we just have another like X-Wing versus TIE Fighter kind of game sometime in our life? (laughs) (laughs) Amen. And then we go to bed and we do this every night. And then all of a sudden this week. The devil, oh. <laughs> uh, the EA player, uh, that was fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get me one of those. <laughs> um, yeah, dude, Star Wars Squadrons. Um, oh, yeah, oh my god, it's like the it's it's X Wing versus TIE Fighter. Uh, in the present day i love that they're going in the latest timeline uh in you know the the new republic uh, mm-hmm. timeline
1: it's going to be right after endor uh, so yeah it's like kind of that bridge of classic yeah. potentially uh,
0: into the new timeline as well yeah uh like you said vr vr support uh, mm. oh, oh yeah i saw that uh, I was like oh yeah and then it's like I, hotas it
1: is- support yeah
0: i i got to try to get one of them hotas things before that comes out uh, I I've, I've really kind of slacked on that but like there's two games coming out where it's like I have to get this for this and it's this and it's the new Microsoft Flight Simulator. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you've been following that. Holy shit.
1: I know like I well, I think we I want to say you know, at the last Microsoft event. Yeah, I think at the last Microsoft event which was again a uh, Weeks or I don't know. Time times blended together. Some uh, yeah, some time know. ago. <laughs> that was um, amazing. I remember they debuted it. You yeah, know, it was like, oh man. Like again, another one of those where like it looks fantastically accurate.
0: Yeah, I can't. So it's like, I, if I'm gonna get that, like for the first time in my life, I want to go all out. Like I want to get all the little stupid pedals, and I won't be able to operate half of them because I'm fucking half dyslexic and stupid. But it'll be fun to try while I'm drunk. So I'm gonna. (laughs) Uh, I would never play uh, squadrons in VR for more than five minutes because I really do think ten minutes into that, with just the fast ship movements and everything, I will like puke and shart in the (laughs) air. It'll be a hell of a cool five minutes, but I I like the five v five aspect. I know a couple people were kind of hesitant on this that I talked to, you know, they want the X wing. Uh feel for it and I, but I have to say like I, I sat here thinking about it, and I'm like even during the x wing days, aside from the single player ones, it wasn't really like you know that there were twenty ships uh flying at you i think it, I think the average probably was around you know ten
1: yeah, like well, it was always like you know apparently there is a single player so the, the question is how in depth yeah, it is because the single player was great. Yeah, because cause this is coming out as $40, which is like, whoa, this is like, you know, that's Predator price, you know. Um, but it seems like there's, you know, th- they said there's a single player thing. and It almost sounds like a yep. tutorial-esque, um, but that that's already more than yeah. what, like, Predator has. You know, I feel like Predator yep. can, could use, a, you know, a little story, you know, other than the, you know, tutorial. Great. Yeah, or, that would be
0: great.
1: Or, or it sounds like there's a tutorial, maybe a little bit more uh, in, in Squadrons. And then obviously oh, the main draw I is. There's
0: definitely more. Did you see the new gameplay uh, video?
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, was there another one? Other than uh, what was
0: yesterday or whatever? I was going to say yesterday. Yeah. 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 So I saw yesterday. You, yeah. You yeah. Played, like two different pilots. Um, oh, or- yeah.
1: Well, they well they say you like alternate back and forth as part of the story. Right. So it's it, it doesn't sound like it's kind of full X Wing where it's like you play X Wing no, 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 all no, the way no. through and then you can play oh, yeah. a TIE fighter pilot all the way through.
0: No, but I think it gives you the feel for each ship on each hmm. side.
1: Yeah, um, that, That's what I'm kind of guessing. You know, like, you know, <clears throat> I want to I keep my expectations in check here because it's like, ooh, you know, like everything everything's like hitting the mark, but it's like, okay, wait a minute, you know, listen to what they said. It's like, okay, there's a mission where it kind of, there is a story and it sounds like you weave yep. between, you know, the Alliance and, and uh, Imperial Remnant, if you will. Yeah. Um, it's, so it's not like a full alliance campaign and a full, you know, uh, tie fighter campaign. I would love something like that. I think i would be, that, you know, like give me, give me the full on thing. That would be awesome. Maybe, maybe we'll that. get his DLC. Well,
0: it's not even that. I wonder if this is their feeler, and I wonder if that's why they're going for forty bucks. I wonder if they're sitting there going, "Is there still a crowd for this?" Like
1: it, it, it almost, it almost feels like that's the play because like this is this is unprecedented for EA. Like I, I don't know if they're they're stepping into new territory between like Apex being the free to play one you know uh, really? it's been out what a year or two more now um uh, yeah, but yeah, killing it. it's, yeah it's cool. yeah it's blown away i like mean, the the advertising you know, on additional season it's not necessarily my cup of tea like you know i like my overwatch and whatnot but it's like i haven't really jumped into apex but you know, it's yeah. like again it's like i i can't do that level of twitch you know like twitch play we're getting too old we're getting too old for it no. but he's like Obviously, that's working, so it's like, yeah, squadron are kind of they're, they're dipping the toe a little bit because it made it sound like it was a passion project a little bit. Slash, yeah. you know, they're able to kind of, you know, because right. it sounded like it was devs from battlefield two or battlefront two, excuse me, yeah. And you know, obviously, that's the more that's the really arcade version with that because it's a third person, and you kind of fly around, it's very limited. Um, but like yeah, this, no, this was in the cockpit, yeah. You were in it, the cockpit. I mean, the it, fact that the guy was saying like he, he pulled out his old, you know, X Wing. You know, drawings. I'm like, dude. It's like this guy. This guy yeah. deserved to be at the helm if he if he's bringing those out. This is like, and yes. Did you,
0: catch, did you catch the bit he was saying? Like, where it was like they really are shooting for like you know, top skill and just entry level, where it's like you know you can fly around, you can do good, but we also want to give the features to where like if you want to be a real ace pilot and cut your engines and spin your ship around to blast the missile coming in. Oh at you, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. We want to learn that too. And I was ah! yeah, like,
1: fuck. Yeah. It, it looks like they're they're laying the groundwork for kind of a, uh, you know, shallow to deep experience out of it. So uh yeah, that's, it's, it's definitely one thing I noticed course. where yeah, yeah. It's like it, it like it looks like there's a good amount of depth without a huge steep learning curve, such as like, you know, again, I'll call it out elite and star citizen. They have an absolutely oh, huge, huge learning curve, curve to them. Um, Like, yeah, Yeah. so basic flight, you you can get it to work, but it's like, yeah, all those advanced maneuvers in both those games, like, it, you really need to know what you're doing. Like, you have to, like, shut half your systems off and, like, do all this other crazy stuff where it seems like squadrons is setting up to be kind of more that entry level. So it'll allow for that depth for, like, those aces to be able to really master that probably, you know, I assume pretty fast. But it's not too uh, deep to prevent that learning curve and just, you know, having a nice casual time with it too.
0: Yeah, no, it looks fantastic. You just reminded me too of the first time I tried, I, I uh, delivered illegal goods in elite and <laughs> it, where it's like, okay, when you're about this far from the station, cut all your power. Yeah, yeah. Get <laughs> you the station door. Right. Exactly. I, yeah. Like it, it's that kind of depth, but no, this looks great. Uh, this looks like they've got a lot of the features from X-Wing where it's like shield adjustment, um, all kinds of stuff that like they're they're hitting all the right notes. Like you said, I want to keep my, my expectations in check, but it looked like you know that you yeah, had the different ship types, you had uh, like a huge customization, huge customization. customization. That looked yeah. great. Like yeah, like had a, a huge list. list. Um so it looks like Again, I'm kind of just throwing dice on the table for predicting here. But I think if this does well, I, I think we could see, like, the next successor, like a large campaign game, X-Wing vs. TIE Fighter. Because, like, people... Uh, the, the main feedback on Battlefront 2 has been, like, ground game okay, ship battles fun. And it's like... To me, like, this is what we're missing. Like, th- this genre, the Star Wars genre, has not had an X Wing esque game for a long time. And this is just about there. Like, you don't have the story that the X Wing and, and TIE Fighter games had. And, you know, okay, whatever. But it looks like, from a multiplayer aspect, we're really going to get to play the kind of game we wanted to play since X-Wing versus Tie Fighter and I'm real excited about that.
1: Yeah, and and you know th- there's a yeah, you know, a plethora of material now to pull from in terms of like the new canon from obviously again you yeah. know, like I said they're pulling in rebels, they got Hera in there. Um uh they have a new imperial officer that's from the Still comics apparently. That. Um and so it's like okay, you know like there's a perfect you know, you know amount of you know kind of I, well, I say expanded universe, but it's not even that it's actual canon, like canon yeah. now to pull from. Whereas, like the old games, they were pulling from the expanded universe. I mean, like the TIE Fighter game had Thrawn, yeah. yeah, uh, which is he's he's technically canon now, thanks to you know, all, all hail, uh, yeah, <laughs> Dave Filoni. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, oh,
1: that's right. But it's like, yeah, so like all this stuff there is like, I, I think they have a really rich, uh pool to, to tap from that they could easily make a very nice you know single player campaign uh out of this you know whether whether it's an add-on like absolutely or if it's a totally new game it's like yes like because you know and i think we were talking about this a little bit on my stream earlier in the week where it's like you know in the days of lucasarts it was about making a great oh, story
0: like, it was all about yeah we were talking about that on wednesday yeah it's all about a good story and you know I, I would agree with you. And I, you know, I would even take it a step further. Like to me, some of my favorite star Wars stories came out of those LucasArts games, you know, that like the tie fighter games, the stuff that happened after, you know, the, the standard universe timing and stuff mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. or, you know, just uh, the whole Mara Jade thing in uh, Christ. What was that? Uh, not revenge of the Sith. Uh, oh, the she- expansion that had her in it. Well, um, K-
1: KOTOR was um, all
0: you know, like Jedi Knight. Jedi Knight. Jedi, Sorry, not yeah, KOTOR. Yeah, Jedi yeah, Knight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Kyle uh, turn. Yeah. And, and Mara Jade was in it. And just like there, there was a lot of rich stuff that could be done outside of the main characters too. So it's just mm-hmm. like, yeah, man, like I'm, I'm I want to see this game do well. It looks like it's got everything it needs, like foundation wise to be fantastic. Absolutely. It really does. Um, did did they say platforms? Is that console and PC?
1: Uh, so I think they they, they it's definitely PC and PlayStation, and I think that was that was it. They didn't mention Xbox Sorry. or at least at launch. Um, but all I right. mean, for, be- for for yeah. us, you know, I'm gonna be PC all the way on this. Like, I'll you be know, PC all the way on this.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: even if I'm getting a PS Five, like no, like I'm gonna do this right. You know, I got my my VR rig it's on PC. Hotas is gonna be connected. It's like yes, yes.
0: I'm gonna get my nerd pedals and everything else. Oh <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, no, dude, I'm I'm all in on this one. And the best part—I don't think we mentioned what's the best part? It's coming out in October. Yeah, yeah, this year's like what? That—that's where I—I I pretty much shit my pants because I was like, "Oh, this looks great. I won't see this." One. 2021, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah 2021. <laughs> coming 2021, and they're like, "Yeah, October 2nd. I'm like, "What the fuck?" Like, yeah, dude, yeah. I'm stuck. It, it
1: once again, once again, we're setting up for a very jam packed holiday after after what was a very lackluster uh, last uh, year. Like it is slam packed yeah. full. The PS five, all this, like and, and, you know, uh, basically all the twenty twenty games are coming to fruition, and it's like holy crap, is the holidays going to be packed? Yeah.
0: And then it, right, and then it follows right into our next thing, uh, <laughs> where I was hoping Cyberpunk was coming out in September. Uh, yeah that is now pushed back, which I'm actually kind of glad about, and i 'll tell you why it's pushed back to November, so it's right yep. around the time where the new consoles are coming out so it's another reason to grab you know a PS5 is maybe to get it on on that but um, wasteland three comes out in August ah and if did you play wasteland two uh no I I, I I know
1: of them, but I have not played any of them.
0: Oh my god, dude! Wasteland Two has got the uh, kind of Baldur's Gate esque uh, isometric. It's, it's a great fucking game, dude. Mm-hmm. I, I have to, you have to get that at some point. Um, but yeah, the third one looks fantastic. Whereas, like, uh, oh excuse me, uh, yeah. wait, <laughs> Wasteland Two was like just like Wasteland One. It was you're out in the desert. It's kind of Mad Max, yada yada yada, and it was great. It's a fucking great game. Um. Wasteland 3 is taking it north, and now you're like, now we get to experience some post apocalyptic snowland. I know that sounds stupid, but like to me, that's like completely unexplored. Like every post apocalyptic game takes place in a desert. Fallout. Um, almost every iteration of Fallout, you're in some kind of desert. Whereas like now, like there's, you know, this. Uh, anyway. Go check out Wasteland 3. It looks great. In Exile has got some really awesome stuff planned. It was actually supposed to be out last month. And um Brian Fargo on Twitter was like, you know, we want to make this the best it can be. We they did it, they did something really smart. They did a beta, uh, a limited beta kind of live event, live stream where you could get your code and it was like a weekend thing. Come try out what we have so far you know, it's almost done, but we want to get some impressions and like a lot of hardcore wasteland fans played it and they loved it, but they're like, yeah, it'd be, it'd be even better if you could do this. And it's like, yep, we can do that in two months. We're going to do that. And um, so they've been pushed, they pushed it back to August and I'm really excited to uh, see where that goes. Uh, one more release. I did want to highlight because it landed on uh Xbox game pass. I'm not sure. Is it on PC as well? Uh, I'm going to check really quick, but um, on Xbox Game Pass, the um, Bard's Tale action RPG um, that came out, I think it was on the original Xbox and PC, is now on uh, Game Pass. Yes, it's on PC Game Pass, too, Nick. The Bard's Tale ARPG remastered and re-snarkeled. It's a hysterical game. It's a, a great action RPG that kind of like like it's like the disc world of fantasy ARPGs where it's like poking fun at all the tropes. <laughs> uh, and if you have if you have Game Pass, like you gotta check that out. It is a really, really good game. I cannot wait to dive back into this one. And last highlight, No Man's Sky is actually on PC and Xbox Game Pass as well. Uh so if you haven't got that yet and you want to get into that uh there's plenty of time to do so. Okay. So yeah, Cyberpunk is pushed back to November to fix bugs and smooth over game elements. Uh I agree with you. You know, take your time. Uh file out them bugs. I got more than enough coming out in that time frame. Yeah, like, uh, we know it's going
1: to be good, but it's like you know, if they can make it just that much better, like go for it.
0: Yeah. Just go for it. Like we're I'll put it to you this way if it's not i'll lose all faith in gaming but it's one of those like <laughs> no, this is the next witcher 3 you know this is oh, the
1: yeah next oh yeah well i I'm, I'm waiting for you know I, i'm sure i won't find it because you know i never go through the games fast enough but i i guarantee that, that you know there's got to be a series section because you know spoiler alert you know it's, it's been several years but uh, there's a portion where siri talks about going to this you know more or less futuristic land and is basically teasing cyberpunk as a result so I fully expect if we're not, it's a full interaction, we'll see some element of Siri in Cyberpunk. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's kind of buried. It's like, it's like one of those like uh, text journals or something like that where she's, no. she's describing no. things.
0: No. I know exactly what you're saying because I remember it, it's towards the end of the game um, where you're playing as Siri. And you kind right. of jump into these different worlds. It's actually a really awesome part of The Witcher 3. Right. Like you jump into these worlds where like um the wild hunt has basically destroyed this world and it's just slowly getting covered in snow and like the people are starving. And she's telling Geralt about it, and you're right, she drops she starts describing where she came from of this modern, you know, this modern world and flying cars and like yeah,
1: I've, she doesn't use those I've, words, but but you, you, yeah, you can like decipher and it it's like, wait, that's a flying car. They're talking about like something in the future. is like, it, it, but it, it's kind of, uh, I forget the, the wording exactly used and, you know, I'm sure it's all over the internet, but you know, like it, it's worded very cleverly, but so it's not like, she, she doesn't realize it's like, oh, technologically advanced or something, but.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. not bringing the fourth wall, but now that you mention it, I remember that moment and I, and I didn't make the connection at the time.
1: Yeah, so, you oh know, Basically, she's gone to, you know, essentially the cyberpunk world at some point and, you know, interacted with it. And then she returns, you know, uh, as part of that. So I I expect, like, either we'll see some, like, flashing thing of her or, you know, something of her. And, you know, like, I can't wait to, like, you know, try and find that in
0: game somehow. Oh, that'd be awesome. I can't wait. Um, But that is it for releases, I know, right? And that was a ton. Uh, It's been a great week. It's been a great week for gaming, and I think we're in, like you said, I think we're in for a hell of a holiday season. Um, As far as news, yeah, uh, it's a somber, somber day. Um, You ruined my morning. uh, Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, my morning was uh, already ruined. Yeah, the incredible, the honorable... The master of his craft, Ian Holm.
1: Sir Ian Holm. Yes. At 88.
0: Oh, man. Just like he's in many of my favorite movies. Uh, The first alien, he was Ash. If you remember the android Mm -hmm. that became the foil for Ridley and, you know, trying the whole thing there, trying to get the alien on board from hell is one of my favorite fucking movies of all time I seriously I
1: think one, one of his best you know it's, it's totally an i feel like right. almost an underrated you're film one
0: the, you're and one of the disciples like like no one else i know likes this movie dude yeah
1: well i remember like you showed me he's like he's like have you ever seen this movie it's got johnny depp and and Ian. You know i'm like i've never even heard of this thing what is this and like dude we're watching it and like and, you know they were like dude Dude,
0: dude. <laughs> yeah, I think I think he to her my the one night and we, we wound up watching it. I was like, yeah, we're we're gonna sit down and watch this. Um he was incredible in that movie. Like you don't I mean he's played villains before, but like he was fucking villains. Like that. that, that
1: was yeah, it was like you can see the, the elements he pulled for for like the, the, you know that that crazy like you know uh, Gollum face that he does in, in, in Lord of the Rings. It's like you know you can kind of see That's- elements from there. But yeah, it's like man, who such a good. It's kind yeah. of that cult classic, and like no one knows about it. And, it's, and I don't know if it's
0: necessarily super popular or it just has a cult following yeah, based, more or less. Uh, it's based on a graphic novel by. Uh, is it the guy that did True Blood? uh alan something oh alan um, Moore. yes yeah okay yeah, yeah that's one of his graphic novels oh, okay uh, you can get it on prime it's a phenomenal movie please watch it i i like my wife hates that movie <laughs> <laughs> I, I love this movie it's one of my favorites favorites i'm gonna have to watch this now
1: yeah like i feel it gets the mix perfectly in terms of like it's you know there is some gore but i don't think it's like over, i don't ever feel like it's over the top but it's kind of like a murder mystery slash you know occult you know like i don't know just a good blend of everything and then you know obviously you know like you know Johnny Depp and Ian
0: Holmes so it's like what more do you need 1888 victorian era it's awesome yeah. uh, and then obviously one of the the greatest classics of our time the first movie i ever bought on dvd Fifth Element. Oh yeah,
1: <laughs> and again, I, I think it speaks to his like his his I say acting chops because it, it wasn't he wasn't I, I say a comedic role, but the the character he plays was kind of a comedic relief, uh, even though he was. He wasn't- yeah, oh, yeah, and and you know, it, it it just made it lighthearted. You know, I mean, the whole fifth element is very lighthearted, but it's like it, you know, it helped make that movie just like the the naivete of of the priest, so to speak, and just you know, being yeah. thrust into the situation.
0: Yeah, I mean, he wasn't Ruby Rod style. Comic. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, no, and uh, obviously saving the best for last, mm-hmm. uh, I adore Martin Freeman. Um, but Martin Freeman is young Bilbo. Uh, but it, if ever there was a picture in my mind of old Bilbo's mood, actions, mannerism, look, Ian Holm, just, like, he is that character. His older Bilbo in The Fellowship of the Ring, in the original series, like, right up to the end, and at the Grey Havens, uh... <clears throat> Uh, and even in the, the new Hobbit movies, he has, you know, a short, short role in the first one. Um, it's, it's iconic. It, it's one of those, like, I, you know, I, I, I hope as time goes on and, you know, hopefully the Lord of the Rings is one of those books they'll assign in like honors English or something or cause you know, Christ, nobody reads anymore. <laughs> but, <laughs> I hope it pulls people to these movies and, and you can see his performance. There are so many subtleties in the way that he plays that role. Like, like the scene where, you know, in fellowship where he's talking to Gandalf and he's, he's talking about like, you know, Mm -hmm. how he's getting older and he's like, and I don't look it, but I feel it. And he goes over to the window and he's just like, I feel like butter scraped over too much bread. Hmm just like the look on his face. Like I I just remember looking at the time and it's like I I was working at uh, my previous job at, at air products and there was not a better metaphor for how I was feeling at that point in time where I was just like used, worn out, exhausted, and just like not enough to go around. And, and like, he just nailed it. He just nailed it. It's, it's stuck with me out of, out of all the things I've watched. and if I'm not mistaken, if I think it might be on audible now, there was a BBC radio cast of the Lord of the rings, um, back in the eighties where it was like, you know, doing radio the right way where they had like a whole dramatized, uh, Lord of the rings with like different voices and, and scenes and audio laid out. He, he was, uh, I want to say he was Bilbo in that as well. Hmm. Uh, I have to double check, but I'm, I'm, I'm 90% sure. Uh, so yeah, I mean, rest in peace, Ian Holm. We've, we lost one of the greats and uh, Sir Ian Holm. Sorry. And um yeah, it's just, uh, it's a real bummer today. Uh, yeah. It's June 19th, right? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But, uh, yeah. Rest in peace, Ian Holm. And uh, thank you uh, again, him and and all the other great actors of our age that, you know, we're, we're losing you know just to the natural course of time like it's it's sad that like I hope we see people of the same caliber like his that's the other thing um if you really want to get some some other cool stuff with him check out uh, broadwayhd.com uh you can get like subscription to that it's like a monthly streaming service it's unfortunately not like on console yet maybe it is by now but you can actually like view broadway plays stage plays theater plays shakespearean stuff he's a phenomenal Shakespearean actor. He's done some really amazing uh, Shakespearean roles. Um, and yeah, if you get Broadway HD, there's a great Macbeth with Patrick Stewart that's set in the modern day. Fuck great. Um, but yeah, anyway. That will bring us towards the question of the bye week. The only thing I have not done, I have to check and see if we actually have voicemail because i did not get an alert but then i realized that uh voice was not on my phone for some Uh-oh. reason yeah i don't know like wait a minute it's not in my google apps either did they fucking take that away no wait a uh, minute uh, yeah no hold on we're good we're good they just don't like openly advertise it which means google's killing it eventually yeah it's, it's giving it the Apple. slow death uh no, okay, so we don't have any voicemails tonight. Damn you, Fred. I even pinged you. But apparently he lost something and has been looking for it all day. Um but no. Um the question was, uh, for those who modify you know, who mod their games via Steam Workshop or Mod DB, what are some of your favorite mods and why? Uh now, unfortunately I feel bad because this is a very PC you know computer specific question
1: well uh, some some Kyle, games do allow for console modding but you know it's very it's, it's a lot narrower than the PC environment but they, I think there are some that allow for it but, but it's usually like you Kyle, know download packs or something like that
0: yeah Kyle did take an interesting uh an interesting uh route on this too uh with with console modding so we'll talk about that in a second uh but yeah let me pull this up um do-do-do. i'll put that vr to work i'm just looking the- <laughs> yeah, josh I, yeah as you heard i'd probably shit and puke myself if i tried to do this in vr but i can't wait to play it i, I am curious to see like how
1: well is the vr done like because you know, obviously it's, it's not movement, but like it. you know, if they uh, get close to like an Alex level, like maybe they'll have it figured out. Because I mean, if, if the if the rates are high enough, like it, it, it's all about frame rates, is what it is. So, you know, if if they have it high enough and it looks good enough, it could pull it off. Where yeah, you because oddly enough, um, when I've done the sit down VR, like uh, what was it, uh, No Man's Sky? Yeah. No Man's Sky. Walking around a planet would cause me to get you know get like motion signal. It's it's the whole like walking portion but as soon as I yeah. sat down and got you know did the ship component I was fine so it's like I, I think I think it's the whole concept of like okay I'm I'm sitting and driving something versus my legs should be moving and they're not <laughs> and that oh, wigs, right. wigs my brain out so I, I want to say I'm gonna be I want to say I'm gonna be okay but we'll see again that'll be a that'll be a day one kind of test out and it's not I would definitely won't have long sessions with it uh for sure yeah but uh, I'm
0: interested to see how that works. I will hold off and see how you handle it. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, we did not get much response to this, and this is probably on me just because I asked at the day of, and it limits the crowd, but Kyle, uh, our own Kyle, uh, did reply, I can't comment on games, but I did mod my Sega CD to use a replaceable fuse. Mm. Um, he's done this with a couple other things, too, if I'm not mistaken, uh, with his consoles. Uh, and modding in that fashion. So uh, I mainly brought this up. I'll, I'll share mine and, and then Nick, you could share yours. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there was a mod I talked about uh, about four or five months ago. Um, that if you own the original Skyrim, you can download this game for free, which is basically a total conversion um, using the Skyrim, you know, engine and everything else, but it's a really awesome RPG and like it's a totally different world. Like magic is like limited, and it completely it's a it's a completely new story, completely new game. I'll have to send you the link. Nick, like I still pull this up because I'm still playing through it. It's like etheria or something like that. I have to. to uh, ah, yeah, the-
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what my uh, D and D group, one of the one of my buddies there, he's actually playing the thing, and he was talking
0: about this. Oh, right? phenomenal. Yeah, it, it, and it was it like completely total conversion. Bethesda was like, "Yep, you can do it. You just can't, you know, can't get money off it." But it's it's its own game on Steam. Like it's its yeah. own.
1: There, there's um, another one. Uh, I think it actually will be for sale. I think, um, but it's based off of Oblivion, and you can really tell if you uh, look at the, um, yeah. the Steam page. Like it's another one on the on the Steam page, and if you look at the trailer, you can tell. Like, oh yeah there's the like when you talk to you know npc like it does that oblivion like you know <laughs> and uh it's called forgotten city this uh, they actually were debuting it uh, or i don't know if it's debuting but it was at pax and i'm like oh i gotta remember to, to look at this a little later and it's kind of the, like this uh i want to see murder mystery around atlantis it seems Ooh. Um and i think it's coming out later this year and it's another one it's a total conversion so it's like Ooh, I got to keep an eye on this thing. Cause, cause it doesn't look like it's going like, you know, it doesn't have like a Bolivian combat, it seems, or at least the way that the trailer lays it out is, is strictly kind of like a, you know, a, a more an adventure style game where it's like, you're going around that. collecting information, kind of doing all this stuff. It's like, Ooh, that is, that is really interesting looking.
0: Oh, you reminded me too. I wanted to highlight this. I am playing something else like in the kind of late hours when I don't want to commit too much, but I want to like dip into a story. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I've been playing uh lamplight city by Grundislav games. Mm. Uh, it is a wonderful, beautiful point click adventure. Like just like the old style Sierra games kind of deal. Um, you can get it on GOG. Um, and the story is so good. It's like, uh, I don't even want to spoil it. Like go check it out. If you think you might like it, like, yeah, play it. It's awesome. It's awesome. Like uh Francisco uh oh shit Francisco I don't wanna I, I, I've actually like talked to him a few times on the uh uh classic gamers uh forum uh, let me Franci- I think it's Francisco Gonzalez uh let me just make sure yes Francisco Gonzalez he's a developer at he is the like head of Love games and um he is a master of uh, making adventure games. He was one of the influences uh, that Julia Minamata had mentioned when we interviewed mm. her. Mm-hmm. And I have been playing Lamplight city off and on and just, it, it brings me right back to my Sierra childhood. Like you'll, you'll see what I mean, Nick, like check a few YouTubes out because I know you were into that era too. And it, what I love about it and, and Julia kind of brought this up too is it's like, everybody will compare these games to stuff that came before. And it's good, but it's a disservice because they do so much more to advance that genre ahead. Like, mm. they got rid of a lot of the annoyances. Like, you can make the wrong choices in Lamplight City, uh, and you'll get an ending. It won't be a great ending, but you'll get an ending at the end of the game. Like, there's there's stuff you can do. Like, it's it's no longer like Francisco basically said he didn't want to have a dead end, like where you have in a lot of these games where it's like, Oh, you ate the pie in fucking chapter one. Well, you're dead now four chapters later. Um, so, but yeah, Lamplight city is a lot of fun, beautiful hand painted graphics, wonderfully voice acted, uh, really, really good game. Uh, yeah, I don't know why the fuck I went on that tangent, but, um, yeah, dude, uh, I, I'll get you the name of that game. I'll put it on the save point um, when this goes live. But that total conversion for Skyrim is so great. Uh, it's a little, if I remember correctly, it was a little bit set up. It took a little bit. Uh, you had to have something, uh, some, some component to it. But anyway, so Nick, what is your favorite? Mo- oh, sorry, I rambled and forgot. So sitting in Nick's stream on Wednesday... Um, one of his uh, 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 viewers mentioned a mod for uh, uh, yes Empire at War. And I downloaded it. It's called Galactic Civil War. I'm referring to Star Wars Empire at War. It was a <sighs> RTS, uh, basically a Star Wars themed RTS that came out in the early 2000s. A very good game uh, for its time. Uh this mod basically overhauls the game completely, gives it um modern, you know, modernized HD textures. It boosts it up. It boosts it up pretty good. I mean, in comparison to what it looked like, it looks pretty darn good. I mean, it's not anything breathtaking, but if I have one complaint about this mod, I'm I'm going to list it here. <laughs> um and I'm not like Christ you've listened to this podcast I drop more fucks than most people but the creators of the mod like in their release notes are like yeah we put all this shit in and like if you hit the filter you can see all the new shit we did this week and it's like all right look like it's cool when you're on a podcast it's not even cool like I should I should refrain from doing it but it's just the way I speak and I need to work on that But it's like when it's in your release notes, and I don't know, it set the wrong tone for me. Uh, It it just feels unprofessional, and like, and I shouldn't be like this, but like I've already picked out a few things. Like, it's good, it's not bad, but there, there are some glaring things. Like, they're like, don't save during battles because you'll corrupt your save file. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like no saves coming. Yeah. And I mean, I, you know, okay, whatever, but it's just one of those like the graphics are beautiful. I'll give that to them. They, they 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 really did make this kind of jump forward a good 10 years. But it's rough around the edges. I I there's another one that that looks a little better that I'm going to I'm going to check out. Um but yeah, I would just say, you know, go into it with baited expectations because uh, the 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 person that was watching your stream it's like oh man like official developers this looks amazing and i it might be it might be the people that worked on that game uh back in the early 2000s but it just felt like "Eh, i don't know but give it a look i mean again i played it played it for a little while it played good look great i didn't hit any crashes and uh, it was cool to see somebody take that game and bring it 10 years ahead so i would say like you know it's not my favorite mod but it's one i really do want to give an honorable mention to just you know put out a more professional air it makes your game look better (laughs) absolutely so what's yours uh
1: so again going with the bethesda stuff because funny enough like as, as for all bethesda's fault it is easily moddable so, Absolutely uh well I say Bethesda, but this is actually uh, I should say um uh obsidian because it is obsidian. Fallout. Fallout New two Vegas. New Vegas. You got it like hands down like in the thing i i would played it i don't know two years ago now on stream and people were like oh you got you got to get the mods for this I'm like okay i'll check out the mods let's check them out and yeah the, you know now there's like a billion of them and a lot of like graphical update ones some balance ones and it's like some really fun ones and it's like yeah i don't know how many you put it on i, I put on i want to feel like quite a bit uh but yeah. it actually made it like man, this really sharpened it up because I was like playing. It's like okay, yeah, it's, it's an old game, and like the new HD mods is like holy crap! It's like it's, these mods, like they really push it to the yeah. edge. And it, it's for you know, it's, it still looks dated to a point, but it's like it, it, they they take it as far as they can go. And, oh yeah, and I'd say like yeah, any of the any of the Fallout games really for that matter. And you know, again, we've mentioned Oblivion, Skyrim. Like you know, you can go it with that thing. Oh, it's like you know i'd almost say like it's almost worse uh, worth not playing it uh not yeah. modded like like Go out there and at least get an HD mod. And if not, like, there, you know, sometimes, you know, like I said, there's total conversion mods. Sometimes there's whole, like, you know, uh, th- I love the fact that some modders, like, actual make, like, actual, like, chapters and, you know, uh, yeah. story stuff within the universe. Others are total conversions, things like that. And it's like, yeah, in and, you know, even down to, like, weapons and, you know, there, there's some crazy stuff out there, some really cool stuff
0: yeah dude and uh just just a little little trivia if you didn't know uh, obsidian uh started with new vegas and then uh they went on to make pillars of eternity mm-hmm. and their, their latest you know uh amazing project would be the outer worlds
1: outer worlds yeah and, again fantastic yeah. game uh i i need to see what actually what um, i'm sure that you know there's there's probably already a not see need to see when mods are out for that thing now i didn't even think about that they did they did yeah again they provided mod support because they knew you know you know they you know definitely learned from like fallout 2 and i think even pillars you you can even mod out it's like they they know they know their customer base like have that integration and like that'll add to the life of the game
0: i got them noticed like basically if i'm not mistaken they weren't the original developers for Fallout Two. They were the original developers for Fallout New Vegas. Like they made the mod and then or, they
1: yeah. Uh, did I say two? Yeah, I meant I meant to say new. Yeah, it's uh,
0: New Vegas is what I meant. Yeah, they they basically got like uh, like backing from Bethesda to not only do it, but like they gave them assistance and allowed them to sell it. And um, so I love that they're not forgetting where they came from. And you know, instantly, like here, take it and mod it. Because I would love to see what people do with the outer worlds. So I think there's a wonderful uh, engine there to be played with. But yeah, no, it's 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 cool, man. Like when you really start dipping into the mod heroin, there are some really neat, <laughs> oh yeah uh, that you can you can have a lot of fun with. But anyway, all right, we have gone on for quite a bit of time. Obviously, we had a little time to make up for. Um we'll move on to conclusions uh final thoughts and shout outs you know obviously big thank you to everybody listening uh thank you for being patient i know our schedule has been a bit spotty but it's my luck has not been the best in the past month but uh, we will be getting back to our regular you know biweekly schedule at this point on i'm pretty sure unless my fucking cat or me and my dumb <laughs> Uh, ruins another computer or monitor or anything else. Um, but yeah, thanks thanks for uh, sticking with us. Thanks for spreading the word. Uh, big thanks to our boys at the Bad butter Figures. Always retweeting and uh, just always giving us a push. And uh, a big shout out to the Everyday Gamers crew. And uh, I want to take a second and wish a very happy birthday to the host of Tap the Craft, the great Denny Luce. Uh, a great uh, podcast at Tap the Craft on um, microbrewing beer, just not microbrewing, but just beer in general and what makes good beer and what the kind of different, different kinds of beer there are. Uh, Denny is just awesome at explaining their taste profiles, what he likes, what he doesn't. His co hosts are awesome as well. It's just, again, you don't even have to enjoy beer to enjoy Tap the Craft. They're just a very entertaining bunch, very knowledgeable bunch. And uh, but big, big happy birthday to you, Denny. And uh, we hope you had a great day uh, in this uh, distancing world uh, where you can't party at, you know, where well you could. But however you spent it, I hope you had fun. <laughs> and um, yeah, any any shout outs, anything to promote there, Nick? Nick. Oh, shit. Did we lose you, Nick? Nick. Did he fall asleep? Huh. Well, this is awkward. I hope he didn't run for a shit. I don't see any, uh... I don't see any messages. So, alright then. Uh, Nick has gone silent. We will, um... I guess we'll end the show. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, you can reach us at tiny.cc slash save point. Uh, That's our save point group on Facebook. Uh, you can email the retro rents at gmail.com. Uh, we're on Twitter at the RetroRents at retro rents Al at black Eagle apps for Nick, assuming he's still alive. Oh, I think Nick lost power. He just jumped. He just went offline. Uh, at least, while well, he had the courtesy to lose power at the end of the show. Um, you can uh, reach us on Twitch, or uh, I'm going to start streaming soon. I think I say this all the time, but I got to find the right thing. Got to find my groove, and then I'll stream at Retrorents Al. Uh, Nick is at Black Eagle Ops. Uh, Not at, I it's mean, a Twitter thing, but you know what I mean. Black Eagle Ops for Nick on Twitch. Retrorents Al for me on Twitch. Other than that, we hope you enjoyed this episode, uh, and I thoroughly enjoyed uh, getting to catch up with Nick again. Uh, Again, I hope you're still alive. Oh, you are still alive. Oh, he said he just had a brownout. Everything is restarting. See? Like I said, I hope he lost power, not his life. So Nick is still with us. But uh, thank you all so much for... uh, listening every week thank you for sharing the show if you enjoy this please leave us an itunes review Uh, it helps us out a lot and helps us get the show out there to more and more people Um, but other than that i hope you all have a great week ahead have fun play games don't be dicks and just be responsible i know it's kind of hard in this day and age to uh You know, want to think of other people outside yourself. But look, don't think of, uh, you know, the whole thing with the mask. Don't think of it as a freedom thing. Like, just imagine if maybe you're sick. Do you want to fucking get somebody else sick? You know, just just all I'm saying, do the right thing. Do the right thing. Ah, there's Nick. I'm back. Be a good person. Be good to each other. And uh, other than that, we will catch you next time. See, See? Yeah.